Welcome to Meg Talks, the Move with Meg podcast. I'm Megan Kerrigan and I'll be sharing ideas on how you can become a more consistent and confident dancer that understands your body and mind. Well, I got a second family. Oh, I love that answer. Best friends are the best friends because you go through so much together. Yeah. Hi. Hi guys and welcome to another Meg Talks podcast. This week we have got my lovely friend Amy with us as our guest. Say hello, Amy. Hi everyone. So um, firstly, I'll just give you a little introduction. Hopefully you all know who Amy is. Uh, if you don't, Amy is one of our online coaches and she is also the main instructor in the Move With Meg club. Um, teaching lots of morning stretch routines with you guys, some yoga sessions too. Um, and also a really good friend of mine. We were mainly friends from touring, but I really remember back in the day sitting and watching Amy at Fesh's. Um, she was so bouncy and explosive and it's always so loud, actually, really sort of like loud when you were dancing. And I remember, I, I think because we lived locally, yeah. You'd sort of be at all the same fashion. So I remember always sitting down. Oh, here's Amy sitting down to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I really spoke to you at Freshers, but um, no. I, but I really, really remember sitting to watch. There's one memory I've got, and I think it was your fesh, like the Stanley Carroll fesh. Yeah. And I, I can't remember. The venue was like a sports hall, and you come through the door, and the, the hall is like straight on the right, and it's a raised stage. I don't know why I remember this so vividly. Yeah. I really vividly remember watching that guy. I don't know why, but whenever I think about you dancing, that's where I go. That's where I end up in my head. I know I'm strange. I am strange, but yeah. Since then, we went on tour together, um, and we're on we're on tour together for a good number of years, weren't we? Um, yeah. So, and Amy just used to laugh at me, basically. Laugh at me silly things. Yeah, you were so nice on tour, though. You were like, like. The cheer, like my cheerleader. So. <laughs> you are. You I, like are. To, I like to be everyone's cheerleader. That's nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, she is my, a very, very kind person. And also, if you do know her, you'll know that she's really trendy too. If you go on Amy's Instagram, I'm just <laughs> like, how does she always look so nice? Even in the mornings for like morning stretch at 7.15, I look at and I'm like, how does she look so nice in these like matching sets? Like <laughs> the room always looks so pretty. And I'm like rolling out of bed with like frizzy hair. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing you definitely, uh, you, you definitely beat, beat most of the Movement Meg team on, I would say actually, <laughs> you beat us all on that. Um, so yes, welcome. Are you excited? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Are you nervous? Yeah. <laughs> Amy's looking at me like, what are you going to do here? <laughs> no, it's just so that everyone sort of gets to know you, your personality, but also us and and the way we think and why we do what we do and, and things like that, just so that they can get a bit more of an understanding of us as people. So tell us about how you came to start working um, with Move With Meg. So I think it was, was it two years ago now? It must have been about that, wasn't it? Yeah, and I remember I I just done a yoga course and then I was going to like start teaching yoga and I remember you asked if I fancied teaching like a one-off class 
Yeah. Love. I was so nervous. <laughs> Amy <laughs> pictures beforehand of like her dining table. <laughs> Do you remember? And it was just covered with like sticky <laughs> notes of all her instructions. Isn't that mad? And you were like, I said, yeah. you'll be fine. Like the more you do, you won't even need to do that. And you were like, you couldn't believe that that would ever be possible. Oh my God. Yeah. And it, the class was like an hour. It was way too yeah. long as well. It was a long class. And it was really hard. I remember doing it in my in my mom in the room I was working at from my mom and dad's house and oh my god I remember thinking wow this is so hard and Amy was just flying through it like it was easy yeah but you know when you're nervous and like and people are watching you so you just yeah. keep going but like you're yeah. dying inside. that's good because yeah. that's like me when I teach bar I'm like you have to keep going because if I stop then everyone else is gonna stop <laughs> because you yeah. just keep going um so you started teaching oh you so see you did your one-off yoga class yeah and then because you enjoyed it so much. <laughs> I did it again. You did it again, yeah. Yeah, I had them notes up for ages. For like <laughs> a good month. <laughs> oh, it was so good. But it's mad, isn't it? Because in that feeling of like that first time, you said yes, but yeah. we're probably the minute you said yes, we're nervous about it. Yeah, it like keep me awake at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was something new. I think we all feel like that with, with new things. Yeah. And I think the fact that it was um, sort of online as well makes it harder, doesn't it? Definitely. Just, as, yeah. As delivery. And then, but in that moment, you, you never believe that you'd be able to do that without sort of all of those notes and without all the massive preparation. But yeah. the more that, like now, you just, su such a natural. <laughs> and Amy would be like, give me notes, tell me how to get better. <laughs> like literally everything would like, what? How was that? Um, <laughs> always looking to be better than I when look at you now, just literally flying through the classes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's from like being a like Irish dancer. You're always like critiquing yourself or like the perfect, like lots of us perfectionists and like yes. it comes out in everything you do. Yes. <laughs> it's not always, it's not always a good thing, but like it is. It's you know? a good thing because it drives us and we're always wanting to be better, which is great. But a lot yeah. of the time we don't, too far. I think this is a, I think this isn't a lot of sports. When yeah. I listen to the high performance podcast, a lot of the sports people always say they don't ever stop and look at whoa, like have you stopped ever and thought, wow, like that first class, how much notes I had everywhere, how nervous I was, like yeah, look how far you've come. We don't really tend to stop and say, wow, I've done really well here. I'm proud of myself. We're always yeah. looking around us for sort of other people to compare ourselves to or looking yeah. forwards as to how we can get better which is great but it's also important to stop and say wow I've done really well here like I've, yeah. I've, I've come far um and then from there we sort of just gradually kept giving you more and more classes didn't we <laughs> yeah. but everyone loves them like all the stretch yeah. classes in the morning um morning ones they're like the most popular they are aren't they and and talk us through those like what do you do in the morning in those classes um so like we have a little like chat for like um a couple of minutes and I just like ask how everyone like how you slept like what are you having for breakfast we all have like our little chats about what will happen that's nice and then like if anyone's got any like sore muscles like someone might say oh can we do a calf stretch this morning so mm -hmm. then I just add it in we have like nice music and like, and then we have like a little positive, like 
thing at the end where we say oh what we're going to do today one positive thing it's that's just, amazing isn't it how did like how does that how does that set you up for your day never mind like everyone else how do you, do, you, do you think it's a good thing for you to be doing that in the morning yeah I'm like awake now like yeah. I'm like when I first get up I'm like oh my god I'm so tired yeah and like in winter when it's dark you're like well I don't want to get out of bed that's yeah. me every single morning <laughs> but then like you get up and you've done the stretching like you feel really it like sets the tone for the day and yeah it's really nice it's only like 10 to 15 minutes as well yeah it's nice it's at 7 15 7 15 till 7 30 so it's nice yeah. and loads of them do it in the pajamas don't they yeah I want to yeah. do it in mine <laughs> yeah do it in your pajamas like you should yeah. it's just about getting up and moving the body isn't it and huh? once we start moving the body we're just more aware already aren't we for the rest of the day you've got dance class later in the day or PE and you realize that earlier in the morning you felt the hamstring stretch a little bit more than normal or the car stretch or or anything sort of flags up then you've got time throughout the day to sort of keep stretching that out as well before you get to class so um, you're already a step ahead and then just the mindset wise feeling like you're already doing something is is so good to keep you productive for the rest of the day as well isn't it yeah definitely it's good that's like me on a Tuesday I teach Irish bar on a Tuesday morning at 6 30 and every week I'm like that's the last thing I want to do right now but then once I've done I'm like whoa come on then Tuesday what have you got for me it's mad yeah it's true it just brightens your day um okay talk me through dancing then so from I'm just gonna I've got this heater on and I feel like I'm about to explode because it's freezing in the house but now I've had the heating on so much I'm like ready to explode Um, (laughs) tell me about your sort of dance career so going from sort of competition and then through into the show like when you started I do this with the kids on their like first initial assessment like talk us through your your Irish dance journey Okay, so I started when I was five years old at the Doherty Academy in the Midlands. Yeah. And then I was there for like a good, until I was 14, I think. And that was a good, yeah, a good spell. Yeah, and like I went to the World Championships in the figure when I was like eight. <laughs> oh my gosh, did you? Oh my God, it was so much pressure because I they were like, they were all the girls were a lot older. I don't know if it was under 16 or under 13. But I just remember being like, I was tiny and like the pressure, I couldn't get this like clap bit and we had to keep doing it and doing it for ages. And it was so good that like the Doherty teams back in the day were yeah. just insane. Like, yeah. oh gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was really young. And then... Um, what an opportunity though. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, my dad, like my dad loved it absolutely loved like he would polish my shoes for me put them out for me you know what dads are like yeah um and then John Carey came like off tour back to our class when I was like eight years old I think and I thought he was like a celebrity I was like (laughs) he is he is really (laughs) yeah I went yeah I went up to him and I asked for his autograph (laughs) I'm gonna get you to ask for his autograph when we go to the Midlands qualifier (laughs) next week Honestly, I was like obsessed with him. Like I thought like he that like, inspired me so much. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah, like I thought he was so cool. And it, like having that, like somebody above you in like coming into class that's in the show and like doing so well for themselves outside of competition. Do you feel like that gave you an idea that there was more to Irish dancing than competition at that point? Or 
did you still just kind of just think he was famous and it would only happen to him? Um, I think both really. Yeah. I just remember like wanting to like, when he used to watch us, I'd be like, come on, jump really high and do this. Really trying extra hard to show up, yeah. show up in front of him. I love that. Yeah. And then, um, and then when I was 14, I wanted to concentrate on solos. So mm. I went to Stanley Carroll School with Michael Stanley. Yes. Like, I like literally adore him. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, he wasn't just like a dance teacher. He was like a second dad. I'd stay at his like house every weekend. We get Chinese together. Yeah. <laughs> um, Good nutrition, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like um, everything, really. And he was really inspiring as well, not just in dancing, but like in like my own, you know, like your own life as well. In your life, yeah. Um, he kind of took you under his wing, didn't he, Michael? Yeah. That was probably, do you feel like you felt a difference because Dodgy was such a big school mm-hmm. and Sandy Carroll was a smaller school. Do you yeah. feel like that, you felt that difference or like what what was that difference like? It was, yeah, no, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, because I just wanted to concentrate on solos, it was nice because it was a small group. Like I yeah. think sometimes there was only like six of us in a class. Yeah. So like you really got like, Almost like a private. Yeah, well, it is. A lot of my classes were like that. There'd be yeah. sometimes be four or five of us, yeah. and you got two hours. You it couldn't is, hide. It's private. There's no hiding there. No. no. Although when I was at Doherty, me and Roisin Conway hid in the toilet. Grass up. Grass up. <laughs> hid in the toilets from Dan- from Danny, and he came in and got us out. <laughs> I remember. He thought you were safe in there. He can't come in because there's a girl sign on the door. <laughs> He got us out. He knew we were hiding. He knew exactly what you lazy ones were up to in there. You won't be getting away with that these days. No. But um, <laughs> neither would Danny be getting away with that going into the toilet to get you out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. Um, but no, Stanley Carroll was so different. But it was like a family because Matt, you you knew Matt. You know Matt. Yeah, you? I knew Matt well from competition because he was the same age group as me. So I knew Matt, and I also knew Deck. Um, oh. my mum, my deck, um, is a dancing te- was a dancing teacher for Stanley Carroll, um, Declan Carroll, and he, um, his brother was my brother's football coach. Oh, cool! So, and his niece danced yeah. at my dancing school as well. So there was like a couple of connections with yeah. Stanley Carroll, um, like that I knew of, and also um, Michael danced with my mum when they were younger too. So, no way, did he? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. So, yeah, so they um, there's a few connections there, um, which is cute. But so then when you moved there, did you feel like you saw improvement in your solos because you were sort of committing to those a bit more? Yeah, like, it. it yeah, it was totally different because I just only concentrated on solos. So, like, yeah. You hadn't done that, I suppose, since being since so Since I was young. like five, no. Um, I remember like, do you know when you're at class and you do like, like the dance like three or four times in a row. And I remember yeah. outside and like nearly being sick because you don't need to eat too many sweets. Eat too many sweets, <laughs> yeah. that's it. No, it was like, and Michael was like amazing. He bought like, um, he really want, wanted all of us to like believe in ourselves. And like yeah. back in like 10 years ago, he bought like a, um, a sports psychologist in every Saturday. Uh, every Saturday? Yeah, for like leading up to the worlds, and that was just like a that's kind of unheard of in our day, really. Well, yeah, totally. People were starting to think about it and do it, but, but yeah, 
for that like the teacher bringing it in like that's amazing isn't it yeah I remember like I didn't like it because <laughs> I wasn't you didn't like it, it. Oh, because they, they used to, like, make you talk about yourself and everything. And I, I wasn't used to that. Yeah, and it's hard to do, isn't it? We're not very good at that as Irish dancers. No, but, um, and she used to give us, like, homework, like, things to improve on. Um, but no, Sounds Michael, like Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. But uh, Michael was really, like, into, like, building our confidence and helping us believe in ourselves, which was pretty amazing. And do you think that made a difference for you? Yeah, I think, like, looking back now, like, I should have believed in myself more. Okay. I think um, we all think that, though. Yeah. But um, it definitely, definitely helped, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, sort of coming to the end, when did you finish competing and how was your transition then from competition into show dancing? I finished competing maybe when I was 18. Right, yeah. And Michael got, like, an email. Um, I don't know who it was from, saying it was Lord of the Dance Auditions. Mm-hmm. um so then I like me and another girl from my school Lily went down um my dad took me on the train to Hammersmith Apollo <laughs> oh yeah he, he loved it he was trying to get into the theater you I can imagine your dad I can imagine him trying to be on the stage even never mind getting into the theater <laughs> but um oh, I was so nervous because you don't know what to expect no you really don't you are not prepared I feel like these days it's a bit better I don't, I mean, I don't know I suppose no I felt the same. I had zero idea of what to expect. Yeah. You're like stood in a line on stage. There's like three people sat in front of you. And then you have to do like a step down the line. And you, and you know, like when you're waiting for your turn and you're getting nervous and nervous. Yeah. But um, yeah, I remember doing that. And then um, we didn't get told on the day. I think we got an email. Afterwards. Yeah. That was the same yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, and then I got an email saying like, I was so shocked. I didn't think I did very well. Right. I think it's always hard to gauge as well in those because they don't give, they, they, they <laughs> like visually give you nothing, do they? No one's saying, oh, that was lovely, well done. So you kind of get no feedback at all. No, you just dance and you go and stand to like, did I do badly? Or what yeah, it, it's so hard. But um, I got an email saying, oh, they wanted me to join Taiwan and then join like the end of the UK tour. Oh, cool. And I was like, like, I was the only one who went the new girl. And I literally didn't speak for like two months. Like, like I literally didn't speak. I was so nervous, so shy. And like, everyone was a lot older back then. Yeah, yeah. There was sort of, when you, when we joined as well, there was kind of a big, a big gap almost. Yeah. Like, I think like the biggest, like, I was 18. And I think people were like 22 or 23. Yeah. Which seemed, it seems like a big, and when they've been in the show and they've got all of that experience, they've kind of yeah. got their, not clicks, because it's not like that, but it feels no. like that when you're new. Yeah. I suppose it feels like that moving to a, a new dancing school. Like, do you feel yeah. like there was any similarity with those? No, like there wasn't no. that at all. No. Okay. I think because it wasn't that big. Everyone yeah, was, yeah, maybe. Everyone was just so nice there. And also the other thing is like, it, in a way you're just really wanting to do well and you don't want to I think you're just cautious aren't you as well so like there's nervous yeah die and then the fact that they're all very different to you maybe as in age-wise and then yeah cautious because you just want to be doing right don't you because you're so you're so happy to be there that you just want to be doing all the right things at the right time there's definitely like when I first joined I remember my mum and dad dropped me at Heathrow Airport to get on the coach and I was like 
bye when I got on the bus and I was like like you know and it's really quiet and I just sat down and I was like oh my god <laughs> and did anyone like come and take you under their wing or like how how did um, it go like that the spirit did Kate Pomfret yeah um, Claire Regan was there as well oh yeah and you knew Claire from Dan because she was your, yeah Michael's niece so that was quite nice yeah and then I remember it was so long ago you know you're trying to think back yeah. so many people like come and go in the show yeah um but I remember Kate Kate definitely like looked after Alice. oh yeah <laughs> so funny um, they looked after you yeah but I remember they're like the immense pressure when you first joined especially back then to get like in a certain amount of numbers yeah like, you're not used to using your arms and it's like it's just it's such, that it's such a hard transition isn't it did you find it difficult like going from like did you feel that transition took a while for you to start feeling comfortable or was it sort of more what suited you um no it took a while there was yeah. a, there was yeah it definitely took a while I didn't when I first joined I didn't enjoy it yeah you I know? think I think that's kind of no like normal isn't it yeah in a way, like if anyone joins any new job, I suppose, and it's a new job in which you're completely thrown in the deep end, as in you've never yeah. done this before. Mm. And, and then you're throwing in being 18 away from home. Yeah. In a world where you 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 know how to Irish dance, but you don't know how to do all the other things that go with it <laughs> in show dancing. Like it's, yeah. it's actually crazy when you think, when you look at 18 years old, like we were so young. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it's a it's a big. And tell me then, this is me just throwing in an extra question. Oh. Where was your favourite place you ever toured? There's too many, but maybe I love London just because like the West End is amazing. But yeah. maybe Israel. Yeah, I like Israel as well. Yeah. I think we all, we've all, almost like found home from home in Israel after being there. We were there quite a few times, weren't we? Yeah. Within like a short period. Yeah. So we sort of knew where the things were that we liked. We were walking distance from the beach, that little yeah. beach cafe. Oh, I love that cafe, yeah. I turned 21 on the beach there. Did you? Yeah. You were there? Was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that mad though when you think? Yeah. Like, so many memories in so many different countries. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And um, okay, moving on then. So from what you do now and what you've learned through like all the different experiences that you've had since like the show and would you do anything differently if you went back? I know you've already mentioned about believing in yourself a little bit more, okay. but going back to competitive dancing from what you know now, what would you change or what would you do differently? Um quite a lot um so I remember when I was in the show I like I was really wanted to try and get leads and I was like oh this is my last chance but at the time like I was like I was going to do an audition for Riverdance so I was like right. gym, like every single day and then you have to do like a solo piece um, for so like, Riverdance for the audition tape yeah oh wow okay so I was like practicing that to the music and I literally like was in the gym like every single day like practicing it and doing like know this. yeah and then I remember when Flatley come out and he he asked us to like do you remember that day when audition like, no like all of us just danced to that music oh uh, was this in Dubai no this was in 
Oh, uh, it was somewhere before that. And Loretta, was this the day Loretta went flying? <laughs> I remember. And um, that was so scary, wasn't it? It was before he was putting together the new show. It was a great, like a crazy day. And um, I just remember, like, asked us all to dance to this music, and I was like, I'm fine. I've already been practicing. <laughs> Yeah, oh, now this all makes sense. She had this in her back pocket and just pulled it out. I was like, oh, yeah, I've got this. Like, one time in my life, I never, ever think yes. about it. Like, I've got this. But um, what I kind of learned from that was, though, like, I literally, like, lived, like, practicing and, like, and not, but not just practicing, like, everything to do with it, like, sleeping, eating healthily, yeah. like, all the stretches. Like, and I didn't do that when I was in competitive dancing. Right. And I think that, like, in the, I think I danced better in the show than in competitive dancing. Do you think that all, having all of that, having, well, take that example when yeah. you said, oh, I've got this. Do you <laughs> feel that all of those pieces were, like, part of that puzzle for that confidence? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for example, if you'd been practicing, but you hadn't been sleeping and, and yeah. getting up and doing your, and eating well and all those mm-hmm. other things, then the confidence might not have been as much. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's interesting that, isn't it? Because people think that, okay, all I'm going to do is practice, practice, practice. Yes, that is a big yeah. and very important part of the puzzle, but there are loads of other little bits that need to sort mm. of be there too. Sleep is a massive one you meant, like that you mentioned. Yeah like sleep routine that's when you that's the only time your body has to heal and if you don't give it that enough time then how does it get better um yeah I think you have to like so people used to think that Irish dance was just like Irish dance but you have to train like an athlete now yeah like like the ballet world you have to yeah and I was talking about this to my mom last night I said we now are well what I am trying to do so when I went and did my bar course, that was when sort of my mindset completely changed. Yeah. I realized that ballet dancers have a structure to their classes, mm-hmm. as in a Monday might be bar class, which is specific repetitive movements for training certain muscles to be stronger and longer, mm-hmm. to be able to then perform dance movements. So in that, there isn't dance movements, it's just certain movements to be able to do dance movements. Yeah. So like they do bar class on a Monday. On Tuesday, it would be stretch. On Wednesday, it would be like choreography. On Thursday, it might be um, group choreography. And then, and when I saw that, I was like, why do we not do that? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's crazy. That is where sort of the move with Meg idea began sort of growing because. Yeah. You have to have all those pieces to the puzzle. It's one thing being a really good dancer, but if you over-practice, you actually then make yourself worse. It's kind of like running. Yeah. In another way, taking it simply, running. If I just run all day, every day, yes, I'll get better, but I'll be in pain. Yeah. Or I'll get injured and then I won't be able to dance. Uh, I won't be able to run for three yeah. months. It's exactly yeah. the same for dancing. If you don't look after your body and if you don't do the other bits to keep it strong and lean and aligned and all of those things then there's no point in doing the practice no so I, had, I had a kid sorry speaking over you I had a kid I told you I'd do that <laughs> I had a kid yesterday um Casey I'm sure she won't mind me saying and she had tripped up the, down the stairs at school and she twisted her ankle a little yeah. bit and it was fine it wasn't swollen or anything but it was a little bit sore 
and she had dance class. And she said, oh, well, I have to go to dance class because, it, bearing in mind, it's her qualifying next Saturday. She'll be dancing. Yeah. Um, I have to go to dance class because uh, we're dancing, practicing set dances today and I need to practice my set dance. I said, well, there's no point in going to dance class today and practicing your set dance if it makes your foot worse so you can't dance next weekend. Yeah. But when you stop and you think about it like that, it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Why would I... Why would I not just take the day, make sure the foot's all right, go to dance class and sit and watch so I'm still in the right environment, I'm still mentally practising, I'm still mentally thinking about the weekend ahead, but I'm just not... It, that's just Irish dancing. We find it really yeah. hard to not be physically doing something, isn't it? Yeah, especially you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm learning, I'm still learning, I'm still learning. Um, yeah. You know, like... When I was younger, I thought like, oh, if I want to improve my turnout, I just keep me to dance and look in the mirror. Like, stand, I remember standing against the wall with my feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've all done it. But like, you don't like, you can do, you can like train different muscles to help. You don't have to, it doesn't all have to be Irish dance. Yeah. And that's what the ballet will do. To yeah, get exactly. Like, and that's what, that's what I found so interesting. I, I remember that day in the bar, in the bar course, just being like, it was like a light bulb moment and I was mm-hmm. like yeah oh, this makes so much sense why are we yeah. not doing this um so yeah that's kind of what we do now and that's what we do help people to do and also like we said with the running thing it's less impact for the body so it's yeah. almost like active recovery it's letting the body recover from the impact of you banging and jumping all the time yeah while still improving um yeah. which again I still struggle with with my own gym stuff now and my own fitness stuff now, um, it's very easy to just go, right, I'm going to train every single day. Yeah. But I have to say, no, on Fridays I'll do yoga so that I'm, I'm not impacting the body or yeah. I'll go on the bike. Just to, to have those days where you're still doing something towards your goal, mm-hmm. but so to, to make you feel like you're yeah. doing something it's more that isn't it yeah. more making you feel like you're being productive mm-hmm. uh, but yeah it's not going to negatively impact you which overtraining can seriously do yeah definitely. Um, tell me then what did Irish dancing give you and you've kind of touched upon it a little bit what did Irish dancing give you that you didn't get from other areas of your childhood do you think um it's a hard one it's a hard one <laughs> well I got a second family oh, oh I love that answer best friends are the best friends because you go through so much together yeah um and even when you're older like I mean I never really see people from my dance class anymore yeah. like maybe see them once a year yeah. and then there's other there's other people that I probably haven't seen for five or six years but I know that if there was a party and we were all there together, it'd be like you were just like yeah. back in dance class Very two or three yeah. days ago. Like, yeah, it's just such a bond that you have with those people, isn't there? Yeah, and I love that. That's the um, best answer I think I've had so far for that. I love that. It gives you, it definitely like, I think when you're younger, it, I know it stops you going out to like parties and everything, but it gives you that discipline which helps you in life. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's thing, but yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, it does get definitely discipline. Um, and and not even that you can't go to the parties. It sort of teaches you a level of 
yeah prioritizing the things that are the most important because yes going to the party today would feel great but also reaching your goal at the world championships to recall will be even better than how good that for party feels today and it's very hard to do that especially well I would say more so now when everything around us is so instant yeah if I order something it'll be here it can be here by the end of the day like we have become so accustomed and so used to the fact that if I want something I'll get it yeah whereas that level of thinking okay I won't go to that party that I'd really like to go to for my best friend because it's two weeks before the world and I really need to be at dance class because this goal is really important to me and if I achieve that that feeling is going to way outweigh the feeling of being at my friend's party and then I'll make it up to my friend by taking her out Mm. after the world yeah you'll have all of it yeah but it's about reframing it up there you're not missing out you're choosing the bigger thing. Yeah. And I think reframing that's always useful. Um, another one you kind of already answered in oh. one term, but I think I know your other answer. Because um, when I wrote this, when I was <laughs> reading this, I was thinking, I think I know what I'm going to say to this one. Um, who do you look up to? Do you know what? Who did you think I was going to say? No, I'll tell you after. <laughs> okay, so it's not just... As I've got older, there's not just one person that I look up to because people yeah. inspire you for like different reasons. Yes. So like Michael Stanley, obviously I look up to. Yes. And then like my mum and dad. Yeah. My dad's like my biggest fan, like like when I was dancing. Supporter, yeah. Yeah, we used to listen to like Westlife in the car driving <laughs> home. <laughs> he used to sing as well. I love that. Um, but like everyone, like on a daily basis, like people will inspire you. Yeah. That's, yeah. So you feel like there's loads of people that you sort of yeah. touch. Yeah. Touch your life. I thought you were going to say Kira Sexton. Kira Sexton does inspire me. Yeah. yeah. She's always been like, she's always like been there for me or like had that belief in me. Yeah. Um, Amazing, it, isn't she? Yeah. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah, she is. I feel like she's one of those people that has touched a lot of people in that way. And you know, and you think, wow, like to inspire one person or to have one person look up to you. Um, and not even, yeah, look up to you is the, is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Like I have heard so many people and she just takes you under her wing as well in that way. And I think yeah. giving Peach, I always think, how does she have this amount of time? This, this yeah. one small, small woman, <laughs> how does she have so much time? Yeah. She's, so successful in every single thing she touches Mm -hmm. she's passionate about every single thing she does which probably helps with the success but then also makes time for loads of different things the amount of young dancers that have come across in sort of the um professional industry so magic of the dance uh, murphy's celtic legacy in all those shows people are always like oh kira sexton told me to come and speak to you i'm like kira sexton is helping so many people yeah It's, it's amazing just, yeah, she, she really is. That's just my little uh, <laughs> <laughs> thing <laughs> All of us look up to her. We do, yeah, we really do. Um, and then, on. what did you say? You need to get her on here. I know, get, get her on. I will, I will at some point, I'm sure. She's got a baby now. She's a, yeah. We'll see how much time she really has now. <laughs> That's when things seriously change. Um, 
tell me then, this one's quite a hard question, but first thing that kind of pops into your mind when I ask it, the best advice that anyone ever gave you? Amy's <laughs> looking at me with these eyes like, um, I don't know. This was the one question, because you know when you said, don't write any notes, I got to this one and I didn't write anything. <laughs> I haven't thought about it either. Um, Is there anyone, anything that springs to mind or any piece of advice that... Um, Kira used to give me loads of good advice. Did she? There you go. And I remember it like inspiring me. I'm just trying to think which it was. It's hard, isn't it, to think of like one specific thing that somebody says. My dad always says, um, if you can't control, like if it's not in your control, then don't worry about it. Yeah, so I've heard you say that before. You say, if you don't like it, change it. And if you can't change it, change your attitude. And you know what? That comes to me so many times. So sometimes something will happen. I'm like, well, I really don't like that. But yeah. I can't change it. So I might as well change my mind about it and change the way I'm looking at it. And it really helps because there's so many things that we waste energy on. That That's a really good one. Are completely out of our control. For example, results. Yeah, totally about results. And it's not saying that that feeling of disappointment or frustration or whatever it is, you might have danced the best you've ever danced and everyone's telling you. And yeah. then you, you get worse than you did that last year at that competition. Me saying to you, forget about it, change it to something you can control is not a very nice thing to think. But take that disappointment mm -hmm. and then realise that you're disappointed. That's fine. You're allowed to be, be upset, have your moment. But realise that wallowing in that, for too long yeah has a negative it's a waste yeah because yeah. you can use the energy that you, negative energy costs a lot more than positive energy Definitely. and that negative energy out there costs you so much more you could double that use it positively and be better next time yeah so there you go papa smurfs for the for the knowledge <laughs> there Any, anything else bring to mind for your advice um oh, don't, don't stress if not I know I'm trying to think now because think of 100 now for the rest of the day <laughs> you know because like sometimes I like look for like you know like online you can see like inspiring quotes so like yeah I do that lots of them yeah yeah I do that I, I love know. I love doing that yeah like there's only I know that like there's only one of you because so many people like think oh I want to be like her I want to be like yes. her but you need to use your own talents yes. you know yeah, and we, I think we're all guilty of that, aren't we? Oh, I wish okay. I had long legs like her. Or yeah, I am, yeah. Everyone I is. wish my kicks went as high as hers, but she wishes that she could jump yeah. as high as you. Everyone like, is exactly the same. Yeah, aren't they? Like, my most beautiful friends, and you look at them and you think, wow, you are drop-dead gorgeous. You, Your face is perfect. They're yeah. looking at the next person like, oh, I wish I was more like them. And it's just a vicious circle. Yeah. I think that's a really, really good one, especially when it comes to dancing, because totally. everybody is good at different things. Yeah, because no dancer dances the same. Yeah. Why would you want to anyway? Yeah, you want to be different, you want to be yeah, you. Yeah, want to stand and, out. And myself and Abe were talking about this on, on our chat, and we said, um, use those people as well. If you've got access to those people, and you've got someone in class that's really good at jumping, go and say to them, I love how you jump. Yeah. What do you do? Do you do anything at home? Or do you yeah. what do you think about when you're jumping? Do you squeeze and do you squeeze your core? Like that's like being like being inquisitive. And then you might be able to get a little bit better in that area. Um but yeah. There you go. 
Yeah. Right, moving on to the next section then. Is this a surprise one? Oh, this is the surprise. No, it's not. <laughs> so basically, it is quick fire questions. You just got to answer first thing that comes into quick your fire. head. Quick fire. Maybe you would do that. You'll get them, you'll get them. They're nice and simple, but they just give us an insight into you. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, okay. First thing that comes into your head. First thing, right. Quick. Favorite food. Chinese. Favorite color. Why? Is that a color though? Yeah. <laughs> Favorite day of the week. Sunday. I like Sunday. I've got a couple of votes for Sunday lately. Uh, favorite month. Mm, I have two. So how can oh, I? Go on, two. <laughs> December and maybe like June. Okay, summer. Yeah. Cheating those. Uh, <laughs> favorite time of the day. Morning. Morning. Okay. Favorite place in the world. There's too. There's too many to pick from. Ah, oh, come on, one place. If you could only go somewhere, where would it be? Uh, Positano. <laughs> hey, the Positano drinks up for you. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with you. That's where Amy got married. For anyone uh, that doesn't know. And favorite Irish dance. Real. Real. Okay. Favorite person. No, I can't pick one person. <laughs> I love doing that one to be. <laughs> That's cool. That they just go, oh. <laughs> I can't answer that. And okay, little tradition then. We're nearly, we're nearly there. Tradition, recommend me a habit that everyone can start putting into place from today. A habit, okay. Um, <laughs> stretching. Stretching, yeah. Like, just pick one like pick one and try and do it like mm -hmm. even like once a day actually no not once a day like a few days a week mm -hmm. so like downward dog downward dog's great for irish dancers pick that oh. one downward dog is amazing isn't it because it touches yeah. so many so many different areas yeah. i was saying this to a dancer yesterday like posture toe height turnout crossover um leg mm -hmm. height like it, it, the possibilities are endless with a good downward dog um, and everyone can do it yeah exactly and mm -hmm. even if when you're doing it now it doesn't look how it's supposed to that's good that means you you're going to see big progress if you commit to it and the progress that we see if you just do that stretch you're going to make a huge difference to your dancing yeah you don't have to do loads just start with one and then yeah, and then gradually build it up, yeah. And that's the way we do our homework, isn't it? We don't give everyone 15 stretches to do at home every day. Yeah. We give them one or two because we know it's not possible to do 15 stretches every day. Yeah. We've all got 100 other things to do <laughs> in the day. Um, this is uh, everyone's favourite part. <laughs> you to do this. Lilt me a reel. Lilt you a reel? Yeah. I can't, I can't remember how a reel goes. Go on, it's your favourite dance. I can't remember how it goes. I can't remember how it goes. How I like you're in a marching band. Go on. I'm so bad. Amy doesn't know a real guy. That one cracks me up. music we have. That's a real, isn't it? Yeah, that is a real. See, there you go. You listen to that every day. Surely you know. You know a real. Okay, and then finishing off then with a couple of questions from our audience. Good questions, actually. 
Okay. Roisin Donlan asked, um, oh, one second, I'm on the wrong thing. That would be, <laughs> I'd just like to ask you why you do mindset work. <laughs> Roisin Donlan asked, actually, I'll do the other one first because I've, I've not written it down. <laughs> so the first one is from Millie. And Millie asked, what was your favourite part of a fesh when you were younger? Favourite part of a fesh? Oh, it's after you've danced and then seeing all your friends yeah, and getting McDonald's on the way home or like yeah. <laughs> treats on the way home. Yeah. I used to love literally like the end of my set down. Da, 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 da. I'd be like, yeah, this is best day ever. <laughs> like, Why did you do party off the stage? Because it was done. Literally like big smile, bow, big smile, bow and breathe. Like that was the best bit for me. <laughs> But no, it is definitely seeing your friends is so nice, isn't it, at a fashion, hanging around with them. Yeah. Um, Roisin's question was, what was your favourite fesh? Favourite fesh? Yeah. Um, it was... I don't know whether it's the, the Great Britons or the Midlands qualifying, because the Ooh. Great Britons, you know, when we were younger, it was in Pontins. Oh, and it was the... Wasn't it good? The best. <laughs> There's like the arcade and then like everything. Yeah, the, the discos on every night <laughs> and the swimming pool. It was the best. Yeah. That was literally like, I think one of the main reasons that I kept doing Irish dancing <laughs> because it was just, oh, it was just amazing. Yeah. And you would just let run wild, which was the best part. Yeah, everyone was like, like bye, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the qualifiers is nice though because it's Santa comes, doesn't it? Ah, oh, Santa comes to visit at the qualifiers and gives you a lollipop or something or a treat. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's nice. So nice. And that old theatre that we used to have the qualifiers in was gorgeous, wasn't it? In Coventry, I used to love okay. that. It makes me feel when I think about the qualifiers, I feel really like nostalgic. Yeah, I don't really feel like that. Maybe it's because more family would come or more like family and friends would come because it's closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always I feel quite like I used to love the the qualifiers too. Yeah, the the like um the atmosphere wasn't as it wasn't as intense, was it? It was like a nice. It was yeah. It was a nice, and you knew everyone because everyone was your region. So it, yeah, it was, yeah, it's a nice sort of family atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Oh well, there you go. We'll feel that next week when we are off. Off we go to visit the Midlands. Meet Santa. Off to see Santa. I know. And I hope he gives me a lollipop this year. I don't know about you. Don't know. I'm always chasing him for one. Um, but yeah, there you go. Then that is all your questions. How did you find that? Was it as scary as you thought? No. Not, no. It's funny because all the things that we feel scared about are never as scary as. I know. I definitely need to remember that with everything. Oh, it doesn't help. (laughs) It doesn't help beforehand. It's really easy looking back. I do it every time I say yes to something new. And then I'll get, I remember I said yes to helping Yaka, who owns Magic of the Dance. I said yes to helping him out on another tour, which was like an orchestra tour. I know nothing about an orchestra. And I'd said yes, yes, and I was all excited about going. And I sat on the plane, and I remember thinking, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> I remember thinking, if I pull this red handle, do I just yeah. gonna get out here? Um, but it was brilliant, and yeah. like, I learned so much. Like they're always, they're usually the experiences and the things that 
you're scared because you want them to go well. Yeah. So it shows you care. Or also because it's a big step forward or it's a change for you, which is yeah. always positive as well. Yeah. Um, and I bet yeah. you're proud of yourself for doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it. I even ended up on stage singing The Lion King. <laughs> Did you actually? Do you not know that story? No. <laughs> so I was driving. I ended up driving the singers around because I had a, a car I was getting a car you were driving them ended up, yeah because they couldn't fit on the bus with the orchestra <laughs> so I ended up having to upgrade my car into a seven seater basically a big van so I bring all the singers around and um so I'd bring them around the place and then they were practicing they were they were opening a new like so the orchestra would do different shows each night yeah. So sometimes it was like Hans Zimmer music. Sometimes oh. it was um, Lord of the Rings yeah. show. And then they were starting a new one, The Lion King. So they were in the car and they were practicing. Um, oh, I just can't wait to be <laughs> right. So I was like, as you can imagine, this is like eight hours a day that I was in a small vehicle with. And they were singing all day. They, they were rehearsing the whole time. I was ready to explode by the end of it. So yeah. I was driving along in Germany and then I love that song so as they were doing it I was doing you know the birds Zazu <laughs> I kept doing that um uh, <laughs> I can't even remember the lines now but there's like a few bits of the birds like telling telling yeah. um, Simba off his name's Simba isn't it Simba yeah yeah and they were like oh we don't have anybody for that part, Megan. I was like, no, you can forget about that. <laughs> and I was like, they were, I thought they were joking. They were like, no, we really have no one to do that part in the show. I was like, I am not going on stage and singing <laughs> in the show. They were like, well, why not? We're like, all you need is black. Like, we we just, they, they just wear normal clothes and sing yeah. the song. So it wasn't like I'd have to be in a costume or anything. Yeah. Oh, off I went onto the stage being sassy. Yeah, yeah. New Year's <laughs> Eve it was. New Year's Eve. Happy New Year to me. Oh, Move with Meg on tour. And Meg on tour as Zazu the Bird. Yes. <laughs> I know you would have preferred it if I had to wear a costume, but I did. <laughs> but there you go. Just say yes and see what happens. <laughs> Actually, you've always told me that and I've always remembered it now. Just say yes and see what happens. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God. Sometimes I wish I didn't say yes, but... It, then you know for the next time yeah definitely there you go well thank you very much for joining me amy hopefully everyone's got a nice idea of you your journey what sort of inspires you and um gets to know us both a little bit more yeah thanks for having me on you are welcome and i will see you very soon definitely Lots bye bye thank you for listening to meg talks don't forget to share your favourite parts of the episode and tag us on Instagram at movewithmeg with two Gs. And as a special treat, head to movewithmeg.co.uk forward slash day warm up to access your free video. See you next time.